This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Steve Brandy on WDAN News. This newscast brought to you by Wrights Heating and Air. Call Frank at 217-442-4027. He always answers the phone. Republican state lawmakers are decrying Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker's $52.7 billion budget proposal that looks to raise nearly $1 billion in new taxes in an effort to offset projected deficits. During his State of the State and Budget Address Wednesday, Pritzker said he plans to include a child tax credit, among other things. So there's one more thing that we ought to do. For the good of our state's working families, let's permanently eliminate the grocery tax. Republican State Senator Chapin Rose said eliminating the 1% grocery tax doesn't offset inflation and doesn't impact other high costs for taxpayers in Illinois. College kids, taking it out on them. Seniors, where's their prescription drug tax relief? There isn't any. Property tax relief for working families, where's that? Nowhere to be found. The Illinois Chamber of Commerce said it is disappointed in the governor's proposals to cap business operating losses and reduce the sales tax retailers' discount, calling it a stealth tax increase on retailers. Well, jails across the state have been experiencing a decline in population since the passage of the Pretrial Fairness Act, which eliminated cash bail statewide as of September of last year. McLean County Sheriff Matt Lane said his jail is only about 38 percent occupied. Right now we have one closed for a section closed for that uh, the plumbing issue and, and a few other things that we're trying to get fixed. So it's giving me some leeway right now with uh, the population as it stands to get some things done that need to be done. If I was completely full, that would be very hard to do. Now, Lane says he credits some of the vacancies to the Safety Act. Lane said if he doesn't need the extra space, he can close portions of the jail to save the taxpayers' money on things like staffing and utilities. Folks, uh, they get charged with crimes and get released right away, end up going to court, then that, that will uh, it'll stay that way. If not, I can see our population rising. Now, the total number of beds available at the Cook County Jail, 9,774 and 1,906 currently unoccupied. Well, usually when you visit a school in Illinois, you have to buzz in and show your ID, but currently state law allows an exception to this safety measure if you're voting in a primary or a consolidated election. A state lawmaker looking to change that. State Representative Laura Hershauer introduced a measure that amends the current state statute that says if a county board chooses a school to be a polling place, then the school district must make the school available for use as a polling place. At my son's elementary school, I have to be buzzed through two doors and show an ID just to go speak, you know, to the, the secretary. And so, and there's a disconnect there between, you know, that safety measure and the safety measures we have in place right now for polling. Right now, the law says the school is encouraged to close school for Election Day, which is in November. The law makes no mention of closing schools for primaries or consolidated elections. So our November election, which, you know, arguably will see the the most foot traffic through a polling place, is a school holiday. So we don't have to worry about that. But our primary elections and then those spring municipal elections, um, there's no, no holiday in effect. 
So that, that's really what we're looking at. Hershauer said they may add something in the bill where Illinois County boards can use the funding that they would have given school districts to operate a polling place to other possible polling locations. Under her introduced bill, the school board would have a say in whether the district becomes a polling place. Well, a record-setting fusion test has caught the attention of a University of Illinois nuclear professor. Nuclear fission is the same process that powers the sun and is widely considered as the holy grail of clean energy. Scientists in England were able to sustain a record amount of fusion energy for five seconds, enough to power around 12,000 homes. Lorenzo Vergari from the U of I Granger College of Engineering says the test is a step in the right direction. You're really able to to get megawatts of power continuously, and, and that would be generating the same energy output that we would have from a fusion reactor, which is more than a coal power plant or a gas power plant, for example. Experts have worked for decades to master the highly complex process of fusion, and if they achieve their goal, fusion could generate enormous amounts of energy with a very small amount of fuel. Coming later this hour, we review once again the Village Mall issue. Go to the website for more on that, vermilioncountyfirst.com. I'm Steve Brandy. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.